This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. The Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, when Tom Coughlin was head coach at Jacksonville, he produced the best record of any expansion head coach in NFL history. And this year, he returned to the Jags 15 years after leaving to assume a new position. That would be executive vice president of football operations. While he was gone, of course, he won two Super Bowls as head coach of the New York Giants, including that Super Bowl 42 when he stunned previously unbeaten New England. And now, well, now he's going to try to put the Jags back together again. It's been nine years, of course, since they last made the playoffs or had a winning record. And maybe, just maybe, Tom can help change all that. Hey, Tom, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, guys. Well, Tom, what's, uh, what's the difference in your mind between affecting a team as the sort of hands-on head coach and, and now trying to do it from the, from the front office? <laughs> you know what? I've got to experience that because, to be honest with you, when I first returned in January, I found myself very much involved in the evaluation of talent, whether it be free agents and, or college or whatever it might be, and that's what, quite frankly, I've done, always done at this time of the year. So the newness uh, for me comes now with the team being here, the start of the offseason program, we're at the end of phase two, I am on the field, uh, Doug Marone, our head coach, has encouraged me very much to take part in uh, as much as I can and wherever I see to talk to him about it and be involved, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not the head coach, and uh, and this is a new and different experience for me, and something that, quite frankly, I'm going to have to learn, you know, when to keep my mouth shut and and when to uh, interject what I see and hope that I can affect uh, whatever uh, I see in a in a in a very positive way. You always struck me as a guy who who really loved to coach. You could see it at BC. You could certainly see it when the NFL uh, during games and practices. How much do you think? you'll miss that part of it, that not being on the sidelines and being sort of directly involved in decisions as the clock's ticking. Well, I'm going to miss that a whole lot. But probably more than that, I'll miss the interaction that I came to enjoy, you know, with the players, my fellow coaches, et cetera, et cetera, the preparation part of it, the competitive nature of the game, the competitive nature and instincts of the individual, the game circumstances, the situations that come up, the trying to put your hands on and help guide uh, young men in a lot of different capacities and ways and certainly during the course of a 60-minute NFL game when, you know, games are on the line and when the difference between winning and losing is so minute that uh, the interjection of a good idea and a good thought and a well-timed decision can mean winning and losing. I'm going to miss all of that stuff, but I'm going to try to stay as involved as I can and try to put myself in a position where I can help as much as I can. And the other good thing has been that Doug has welcomed and asked uh, many, many questions about what I thought about this, thought about that, and so on and so forth as we shape our off-season and uh, our training camp uh, and move on toward the 2017 season. Tom, you decided to pick up the fifth-year option of your quarterback, Blake Bortles, even though his touchdown uh, number fell from 35 to 23 last season, and he did struggle at times. What did you see in Blake? And what does he need to do to get the Jags back in playoff contention? Well, he's a very talented young man, I can tell you that. I've been on the practice field, and I've watched him, uh, you know, with a very keen eye trying to assess just that. But the uh, 
it was strictly a very good strategic move for the Jaguars to pick up his option, and it was a very good move for Blake as well. And what we've been able to do is to do some things which theoretically could help our team going forward. For example, the, the tags will be available to us, et cetera, et cetera. Our negotiating start point, should Blake have a great year, would be where we are right now with the option. So those things are all, uh, we thought, were a very, uh, a very good strategic reason uh, for, for picking up uh, Blake's option. Two years ago, I had a very good year. Last year, not so good. You know, we're always talking to young quarterbacks about turnovers and uh, the difference between winning and losing is in margin of turnover. And, uh, and so we're always talking about that. He has uh, really improved his mechanics. Uh, he's worked hard in the offseason. He's worked hard right here on our practice field uh, as we've been outside working. And uh, we are addressing a lot of things that, uh, that will help him, the improvement of the offensive line, the, the running game, you know, things which uh, can naturally take the pressure off the quarterback and allow him to perform within himself, that he can, you know, take the rudder, doesn't have to make every play himself. Certainly you need him to make, you know, big plays throughout the course of the year. But if you have some balance involved and if you're doing a, a good job up front, you can help, obviously, the quarterback to do that. We've added to our receiving core. These are the things that we're trying to, to get done, and uh, the coaches are uh, – are doing an outstanding job of uh, continuing to stress the mechanics of the position, to emphasize the priorities, if you will, the the progressions, so on and so forth, the thoughts that the quarterback must have as he goes up over the ball. And, you know, we're working against air right now, and it all looks good, so we've got to see what happens here going forward. We're speaking with former Jacksonville Giants head coach and now Jacksonville Jaguars executive Tom Coffin on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. Tom, I want to uh, follow up on that, what you just mentioned about the running game, how much you can help a quarterback. I was in New York City, lived there <clears throat> during your tenure with the Giants, so I know how important that running game was. Brandon Jacobs, Bradshaw, guys like that to Eli Manning. How valuable can the running game in general and someone like Leonard Fournette in particular be to Blake Bortles. Well, it can be it can enhance his game tremendously because the very nature of keeping third downs shorter, the very nature of making more first downs, the very nature of having more big play, you know, people involved and and depending on and expecting, you know, the big play aspect of the game as well, but the ability, you know, to pound the ball to create the circumstances where the play action pass becomes something very critical to your offense. This quarterback does a very good job of uh, passing the football off of the play-action pass. So if we can, if we can be effective with our run game, you know, forcing people to do things to drop the eighth guy down, so on and so forth, creating some of those one-on-one situations, creating some of those very nice, you know, deep or crossing type throws off of uh, based off of play-action, it's going to definitely help his game. Well, this the next question, Tom. We're going to come a little out of left field which is where I usually play anyway. But when you, were, you know, when you were here at BC, everybody was excited the way you turned the program around. Of course, that win over Notre Dame was the first time in Eagles history. Uh, then you go off and you beat the Patriots twice, and we don't like you so much. So this may sound a little unusual, but you know how BC fans are and Boston fans are. Beating number one ranked Notre Dame, which was bigger for you, that win, which was so huge, or beating that undefeated Patriot team with the Giants? Well, and, and winning in Super Bowl 46 was another one, but uh, against the outstanding um, New England Patriot teams. But uh, you know, the, at those 
particular spots in time, they're all the most important thing to you. But also, don't forget the win over Denver, you know, in 96 as we got to the AFC Championship game in only our second year of existence. Those are all uh, incredibly exciting things to reflect upon. And uh, at each stage along the way, they all appear to be the most important, the most monumental. But uh, but uh, you hope that again that uh, that those kinds of situations can happen uh, down the road or in the future once again here in Jacksonville. Tom, how does it feel to be the only man in America to have Bill Belichick's number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that. A couple of times, uh, you know, we've we've played superbly and done a nice job of, in. Uh, in huge games, which I'm very proud of, I'm very proud of the young men that we coached our organization. But obviously, that that team and uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and that whole operation have done an outstanding job. Tom, thanks okay. so much for joining us. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Glad well, you're back. Best of luck to you. My pleasure. Thanks, Tom. Pleasure, Take care, guys. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.